Blog Talk Radio. To the river I am going Bringing sins I cannot bear Come and cleanse me Come forgive
Well, good evening, everybody out there. Uh, uh, brother, Edward, you there? Brother Edward, are you there, brother? Amen. Well, what are we thinking we're talking about uh, in going to the river? Getting, you know, getting basically, how far are you willing to go with Jesus? You know, we call it going deeper with Jesus, going deeper and within and with Jesus. Amen? But how far are we willing to go? You know, some, some are at, their, at, at me, right, at their, at me in the Lord. Some of us are, uh, we're, we're at our, our, uh, our thighs. Some of us are basically up to our chest. And even some of us are up our neck. But then all of a sudden of us, some of us are basically over our head. Because we're not just walking anymore. We're swimming in the river of God. Amen? Amen. So tonight, the topic is going to be going deeper in Jesus, the Word of God. With the Word of God. Amen? With the Word of God. Declaring the Word of God. Claiming the word of God. Living the word of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Just waiting on for uh, uh, Brother Edward to come on. And um, just wait a few minutes here. What I want to do tonight is I want to, I want you to put, a, how, um, put on the armor of God. How many of you put on the armor of God last night? How many of you put on the armor of God today? You know how how important it is to put on the armor of God? Because you're putting on Jesus. Amen? Amen? So while we're waiting for uh, Brother Edward, I'm just going to, let's just do the armor of God together. Amen? And yes, I'm going to say it real slow. And then everybody out there, out there that's listening to me right now, I want you to say it also, okay? Now, I want, and I want to speak about something after we're done. Are you ready? In the name of Jesus, I put on the whole armor of God that I may be able to stand against the walls of the devil. For I wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, Rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, I take the whole armor of God that I may be able to stand in the evil day. Having done all to stand, I stand therefore having my loins girt about with truth. Your word, Lord, which is truth, contains all the weapons of my warfare which are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down the stronghold. I have on the breastplate of righteousness, faith, and love. My feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. In Christ Jesus, I have peace, but you peace with all men. I'm the minister of reconciliation, proclaiming the good news of the gospel. For I take the shield of faith, for with I'm able to quench all the far regards of the wicked. And the helmet of salvation, holding the thought 
feelings and purposes of God's heart. And the sword of the spirit, for which I'm able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Amen? The helmet of salvation, holding the thought, feeling the purpose of God's heart. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, in the face of all trials, testing, temptation, tribulation, I cut to pieces the snare of the enemy. I speak in the word of God. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Thank you, Father, for the arm. We'll pray at all times. In every occasion, in the spirit, with all manner of prayer and entreaty. To that end, we'll keep alert and watch this on purpose, interceding on behalf of all the saints. Power, ability, efficiency are from God, which qualified us as ministers and dispensers of a new covenant of salvation through Christ. Amen. 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 Are you coming, Brother Edward? Edward, are you there? I'm going to bring Brother Edward on here. Lord, bring Brother Edward on. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Bring him on. Praise God. Now, as we're doing that armor of God, every one of those um, weapons are defense weapons. Your shield of faith, breastplate of righteousness, amen, shoes of the gospel. But one of the main ones, the sword of the spirit, is what we're going to be talking about tonight. The sword of the spirit is basically, it's, a, it's an offensive weapon. It's a weapon that we use, that we use to cut the snare of the enemy. Amen? So any snare the enemy's trying to do, and he's trying, he's trying to intimidate you, manipulate you, try to dominate you, trying to get you, you know, you have that. We use the sword of the spirit. And the sword of the spirit is the word of God. Amen? The word of God is alive and powerful. Ed, you there? Hello, Ed. Hello, Brother Roy. Amen. Brother Roy. And you're coming on, buddy. I guess, thank Jesus for you coming on, buddy. Here you are. Amen. You hear me? So what I've done you hear me, Brother Roy? Roy? I know if you Yes, I I hear you, brother. Um, so what oh, okay, then I'm on that. Okay, very good. Very good. Praise the God. Okay. Amen. So what I've done, brother Edward, apostle, I've heard, I've, I've, uh, we did the armor of God together, and now I'm talking a little bit about the sword of the spirit, how the sword of the spirit is, is, is not a, a defensive weapon, but it's an offensive weapon, which is the word of God. Right. Now, That's, you can... Right. Okay, now I'm just, uh, my brother Edward, Apostle Edward, he just came on with me, and he's a a blessing, and he's a mighty man of God, you know, and basically, and the Lord has some things put on his heart about what the topic tonight is going deeper in Jesus uh, with with, with the word of God, with the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, declaring, proclaiming, and living the word of God. And uh, a brother, my brother, he has been uh, saved for 50-some years. And you know what? Uh, he basically, uh, when he first started, you know, I mean, you know, like we all started, we're babies, we're babies in, in the Lord. But you know what? He's become, he's become a, a, a man of God. You know, I even believe a God general. And uh, you know what? I, I, you know, it's the word of God. He's been proclaiming the word of God, been speaking the word of God, 
from prophesying the word of God over many years. So I'm just going to turn it over to my brother. I love him very much. And uh, go, and uh, go, uh, go, uh, brother. Okay, Apostle Roy. Yes, good evening, Apostle Roy, and good evening, everybody. Uh, well, what it was, like Brother Roy said, you know, there's an offensive and a defensive. And how uh, kind of help you all understand a little bit better, it's like a fighter is probably the best way to explain it. If you're a boxer and you're in a boxing match to win a fight, when you go in there, you go in there for the knockout punch. You want to take him out. You want to knock him out. You want to win or outpoint him, however it is. You say. Now, in the process of trying to knock him out or outpoint him, you have to be on the defensive because he's going to be hitting back. He's going to be fighting back. So that's the defensive. So now let's put that in a Christian perspective. Jesus came to the state seeking to save that which is lost and also to kill and destroy the works of the devil, to destroy Satan's works. Now, to destroy Satan's works, we must be offensive, you see. But I've found many Christians today were talking about how the enemy has hit them and how they're, they're kind of suffering wounds here and they're suffering wounds there. Pray for me for this. Pray for me for that. But I would like to give the Bible example of how you and I are supposed to respond whenever we're in a fight. Uh, we look back in uh, the book, well, Peter. Whenever uh, he was used, he and the other apostle, to heal the crippled man at the gate beautiful, uh, what happened, the leaders at that time were very angry at that because he was using the name of Jesus, and that name was really put them out of business, so to speak. So they, they commanded them not to use the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, they locked them up. Then after they left him back yeah. out again, they said, I don't want that name of Jesus ever mentioned anymore. We're going to lock you up or do something worse to you. So Peter and Apostles went back to their company uh, and told them what happened. They said that uh, we were threatened. They locked us up. But then they went into a prayer meeting. That's found in Acts 4, verse 29 through 32. And when they went into that prayer meeting, it, sa- it begins, Behold their threatenings. They were threatened, right? But they said, Give us boldness. Use your gifts and your power through us that we can go back there and take over that place for Jesus, you see. They didn't say, well, Lord, uh, make another way. We don't want to go back there. We might get locked up someplace. We might be killed or something. So take us somewhere else where we don't want to be hurt. They didn't say that. They said, we want to go back there, make us bold, enable us, give us more powerful, make us more powerful, and send us back there that we can really take things over for Jesus. So they wanted to be on the offensive, you see. They, they the defensive would have been not to go back or defend yourself. Hey, don't go back or you're going to get hurt. But the offensive says, hey, I'm going to go back and I'm going to take that place over. A little bit like the spirit of David when he went to Goliath there. You know, Goliath was a, a giant, nine foot nine inches tall. David was just a little ruddy boy. But yet he went against uh, Goliath because Goliath was in the wrong. He was a man of the devil. And, of course, David was a man of God. So he was defiling the name of God, defiling Israel, Goliath, mocking him and defiling God. And he said, who is this circumcised, ungodly man? I'm not going to tolerate him talking about my God like that. And he went in there, and it said he ran towards the roar or ran towards that battle. So you see, we have to be be offensive today, right? Now, when we're offensive, how, you'll say, what in the world does offensive mean? What does that really mean? Well, that simply means getting people saved, healed, delivered, set free, uh, things that come against them, getting them free from, take them to place in the Lord, showing them how to, to walk and live in the joy of the Lord, how to live in peace, how to be fruitful, 
how to be blessed, you see. That's causing them, people, mankind around us, to be able to enjoy the things of God, knocking out the things of the devil would hinder them from it. You see, God gave us his promises. He gave us all these promises, and they are free to us. He hands them to us, but we have somebody there to block us, and that's the devil, you see. Now, we have to recognize that's, that's what's coming against us, but we know we have authority over him. It says in Luke 10, 19, and 20, we have authority over the spirits. And it says in, in uh, 2 Corinthians 10:5, we're to guard our thoughts, what comes into our mind, and, and measure every thought according to Jesus, and cast down those things that are not of the Lord, you see. The things that are of the Lord we keep, but things that aren't, you cast them down. So what we yeah. have to do to fight against the devil, when it comes to the thought process, which everything begin, begins in the thought process, we have to measure it for what it is. And if it's something yeah. negative, like you're going to get the flu, you're going to lose your home, you're going to lose your job, or anything like that, you cast it down. You don't give even any thought to that. You have to just cast it down. And in the name of Jesus, say, not cast you out of my mind in the name of Jesus. And, and you do that, and then you don't think about it. Where a lot of people make a mistake is they entertain the thought because maybe it looks like everybody's losing their job or everybody's getting sick and they yeah. say, oh my, oh my, I guess it's going to happen to me. No, no, because you're a child of God. You see, greater is he that's yeah. in you than he that's in the world. You've got light in there, and, and when does darkness have the right to come into light? It's light that penetrates right. darkness, gets rid of it, you right. see, it dispels. We are the, we are the, the elephant. The devil and his darkness and the evil things like sickness, disease, poverty, lack, fear, those things all come from him. God's perfect love, it tells us, casts out all fear. God did not give you the spirit of fear, but he gave you power, love, and he gave you a sound mind. You are more than a conqueror, but you have to have that attitude, you see. It's all yeah. in your attitude and your belief. A yielded, submitted life to Jesus Christ. And then just rising up and just refusing those things when they knock on your door, you see. That's what it is. That's a battle of fight, fighting a good fight of faith. And, you know, you're not fighting the devil. You're not fighting anything. The only thing that you're really fighting is to bring forth what the Scripture says, who you are, what you are, what you can have, what you are to do, to bring that into a reality in your life, not to say, well, I believe that or my church teaches that or the Bible says that. That's all good. That's, That's great. But... You must take that, and you must say, hey, that's for me, you see. Uh, and, and another, that's just it. one more thing here before I go back to Brother Roar here, because uh, I've talked a good bit here, but you get in on it. But the other thing here is that we have to always recognize that there's no word in the Hebrew for, uh, for uh, excuse me, uh, obedience. Now, Jesus used the word here for obedience. Now, let me show you something here. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, and that's true. But many people use that scripture as faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God because they they listen to the preacher preach it on Sunday, right? They heard out of the physical ears, but they listened to it, but did they hear it? Jesus always said, if you hear my voice, that calls for obedience because when you truly hear, come by hearing, that means you hear what that verse says. And you said, I'm going to put that in my heart. I'm making that part of my life, and I'm going to apply it to my life. I'm going to live according to what that's telling me. That's when you hear it, because you don't hear it until you act upon it, you see. And that's what God is telling all of us today. Everything we read in there, everything we read in the Word, is the Holy Spirit directs us. We must submit 
to please God and to grow and to go better. And this day, especially the day that the things that we face, the things that we're challenged with. So the best thing that you you and I can do is do the 91st Psalm and be under the shadow of the Almighty. And that comes just through simply obeying God. Do what he tells us and resist the devil, like I shared those two ways in Second Corinthians 10.5 and Second uh, uh, Timothy uh, 1.7, you know. Or also you can use uh, uh, Luke uh, 10, verse 19 and 20 for cast out evil spirits. But God didn't give you the spirit of fear. He gave you power, love, and a sound mind, Second Timothy 1.7. But these few verses I quoted, these few things I said, is really a little bit of a nutshell, maybe a five-minute speech or five-minute sermon on what we do. And if you and I put that to practice and we continue, and I, I speak to myself when I say this, I speak to Brother Roy, I speak to all of you, I speak to every Christian, we must maintain this, not just do it now, but tomorrow, the next day, the next day, matter of fact, 24-7. Amen, amen. Isn't that right? And you know, um, and you know when we're doing the, doing the armor of God, and we say, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. We're talking about Jesus. And so what we've got to do is we're saying, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. We've got to allow Jesus to be greater in us. You know what I'm saying? We need to, we need to humble ourselves under the mighty, mighty hand of God. And he exalts right. us up in due time. But we need to glorify, magnify Jesus. And we need to basically say, Lord, uh, Lord, I must, I must, uh, you must increase, I must decrease. Because That's the more right. you allow Jesus, the greater you allow Jesus in your life, he's your savior, he's your healer, he's your deliverer, he's your peace, you know, he's the author and finish of our faith. Jesus is the word. Yes. Yes, he is. The living word. So instead of instead of instead of us just saying it, we need to start doing it. That's right. Amen. That's right. It's, it's okay to hear. Amen. It's okay to hear that verse, and we've heard that verse many many times, uh, brother Edward. Right? And everybody oh else yes, says, yeah. We we've, we've listened. We've listened to it. Many people haven't heard. They've listened to it many times, but they haven't heard yeah. it because they're not putting. Yeah practice that's right that's right because we that's need to exactly come into right. it, 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 jesus is everything and we are nothing without him but we that's can right. do all things through him as he strengthens us you know what i'm saying bro yes sir yes sir i sure do you know and every one of us born again christians children of god need to need to wake up smell the coffee. Amen. You know what I'm saying? We need to wake up. Yes. And you know what? And when we quote that scripture, we it, it needs to be we need to be we need to be living that scripture. That's exactly right. Because what did Jesus say? He said, "I'm going to the Father, and, you know, and you're going to be do more miracles than than I am. You know, you're going to do greater yes. miracles." That's right. The, the, the key That's here right. What what brings on miracles? For you to, to to lay hands on the sick, for the blind to see, the deaf to hear, the lame to walk, the sick to heal, those that oppressed the devil to be free, and the lost to be saved. It's the anointing. 
That's right. There's an anointing. The anointing just, There's an anointing that comes on. It comes on you to do what God has called you to do. And so that anointing, but the only real the, the, the thing about the anointing, it, it comes when you spend time with the anointer. Amen. 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 Go ahead, there, brother Edward. Yes, that's exactly right, Brother Roy. But you know, Brother Roy, along with what you said right there, i got to say this, you know, the example of destroying the works of the devil and the anointing and serving God. Uh, this week I've had several replies of people. Well, the other night I got one of the person was filled with the mighty baptism fire of God, slain the spirit, Amen. another one was healed, very good the hospital. And last night another one got saved. I had that from the people that I'm on the live with, you know, in live programs, other than the radio Amen. programs here. I get the word from them, and that's what you really, when we talk about destroying the work of the devil and doing, Brother Roy, what you and I are speaking right now is the fruit of it, and that just blesses my soul. In fact, the person told me, she said that, hey, there's another soul that came to the Lord, or this one happened, give the testimony, they were healed. And, and that's what blesses me because, you know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4.20, the kingdom of God is not in word but in power. Power means exactly. dunamis or ability. Not my ability or your ability, but the ability of God. So we have to recognize when we go forth as a mighty man or a mighty woman of God, whatever the case, the bottom line is we are going forth in Jesus and his power. So don't have your eyes on yourself oh, yeah. or your lack of ability or ability, but you're going forth with the power of God. Almighty God is behind you. God is doing this thing. God can do this. He will do it through you. So always keep yourself out of the equation. Keep yourself out, because when you get in the equation, there's not room enough. God said there's not room enough for anybody on the throne Mm -hmm. except him. He he sets him, the Father, and of course, the right hand. The Holy Ghost, I believe, will be on the left hand when he goes back. And the bottom line is there's no room for us up there, okay? And all we have to do is simply just get out of the equation, let go, and let God. And it's like you're along for a ride, Apostle Roy. It's like I feel like I'm along for a ride. All these great things have been going on, the miracles and uh, great powers and what's happened in the miracle program yesterday. Look what happened in the miracle program yesterday, all the miracles that took place. Great miracles and and, uh and it's all God. I mean, we're just, uh, yes. Especially that one yes, with the with the, uh, with the young young the young uh, son, young son. Yeah, he had, he, he, had, was, he had a brain that was uh, really, in, uh, I don't know how what the degree it was, but he was able to speak and must have never spoke before to his mother the way he did in a complete sentence, which was a sign at the beginning now. And, According to Philippians 1 6, it said, He's been a good work in you, will continue till the day of Jesus, till you leave this earth. So, anytime, folks, that you receive anything from God, if it's not in its entirety, see it as a progressive thing, because some things are miraculous. It's all once there. Sometimes they're progressive, but yet one's just as real as the other, and it's just as sure. And it's all just as sure if you don't even see anything when you release your faith. If you have a pure heart, Release your faith, watch your words, and just think and act like you have it. You do that, it's a sure deal, whether you see, feel, yeah. or circumstance, whatever they might look like. you got to just hold fast to that and just simply trust that, hey, God can't lie. I did what he told me, and it's mine. And you hold on to, like a pit bull, the manifestation comes. 
the things that you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them, Mark eleven twenty four. And you know the other thing too, bro, is every situation, every circumstance, every symptom will change because the sword of the spirit, the, of the, spirit. the word of God, never ever changes. That's right. But but always, but always yes. sets out to do what he, what he's going to do. Amen. And Amen. the Lord always he confirms his word. Says Signs one to yeah. Go ahead, brother. Yes, Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's Bible, brother. Yeah. We're talking about here or myself. We're, we're talking about what the Bible says. This isn't my opinion or Roy's opinion. It, it means nothing. Our opinions, the only thing that really counts is the Word of God. And that's the only thing God honors is His Word. He doesn't honor our Word. He honors His Word. No. And that's why you and I, we all need to know that Word and walk and live by that Word. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, the, the thing about right now is what's going on you know, in the world. We have to realize one thing, that we are not, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Our citizenship Amen. is in heaven. Amen? And, Amen. We, and you know true. what? We need, Amen. And we need, to, we need to see the invisible. And it's that faith, okay? Yes. Uh, faith is something uh, hope for everything not seen. As we see the invisible, right. in other words, yesterday when basically we're praying for that young fella, we need to see him <laughs> talking to his mom. You know, see the invisible. We need to see it, and then that's right. Then we believe, and then we and then we believe and act on it by by by, by declaring it and praying for that for him that. You know what? That uh, all that brain thing, in his, uh, you know, the Lord's going to replenish it all. And that's why the Lord said to me about Brother Ron Lindsay, because basically Brother Ron Lindsay had the same thing happen to him. Uh, he, he was mm-hmm. having grand mal seizures uh, four or five times a day, Brother Edward. Mm. Mm. And they were going to put him in an asylum. This was years and years ago. And somebody said, no, we need to take them to this, a prayer meeting. There's a, a prayer meeting, a healing, like a healing, a healing, right? So he went there. Right. And basically the, the Lord gave him all brand new brain cells right from zero right through to full. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And then the Lord, then the Lord said to him, you are going to, you're going to be one of my prophets. And he said, no, he said, I just want to be a cook. He said, I just want to be a cook. And the Lord said, no, you're not going to be a cook. You're going to be one of my prophets. And I've never met Amen. a more accurate man than, than, than Brother Ron Lindsay. And, and I've had lots of prophetic words over me. And I've, had, I've never met a, one, uh, a, a more of a prophetic man coming from God than him. Amen. Amen. Yes, God. God makes it. You know what's so amazing about it? And it's very simple. When we let God have us, we can say that about any person that truly hears from God and is really a man or a woman of God. 
because when they speak, it's God speaking, and that they can speak out of you, of me, or any person. You don't have to be in the ministry, a Christian man, a businessman. You speak what God says. Hey, it's like God speaking, you see, and that, that's what it's all about, speaking God's word and, and being led by the Spirit, doing what God wants you to do. They're going to see Jesus in you because they see Jesus in you through your obedience and walking in the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit, led of the Holy Spirit. When you are surrendered or submitted to him, resisting the devil, and he flees from you, uh, you're going to see the God in you. In other words, you can say, for me to live as Christ is to die as the game. And and that, that's what it's all about. If you want to be more powerful man of God, woman of God, whatever you're, you are, the bottom line is just simply reckon yourself dead. Reckon yourself dead. Mortify the deeds of your flesh by the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't allow your flesh and your emotions to rule your life, but rule over your emotions, rule over your will. Be like Jesus said at Gethsemane. Father, if it's possible, take this cup from me. But nevertheless, not my will be done, but your will be done. And we need to make that decision maybe a dozen times a day we might have to say that. Things come our way sometimes challenges day. We must say that same thing. We don't know how many times we have to say it, but yet we always must have that same word, not my will, Lord, but your will be done, according to your word. And that's right. Yeah. And it's that simple, really. It's not simple to do, but how rewarding and how sweet it is when we do it. It's something we all need to really do and be better and better and better at it and more and more obedient because that's the mark, you know, that Paul was talking about in Philippians 3, 13 and 14. It said, I press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Not exactly. as though I've attained, I'm pressing towards it. I'm getting better at it. It is a high calling. You know, uh, yes. The calling of God on our lives is, is about repenting, you know. Uh, but the bottom line on uh, it, it is a high calling, you know. You can be called as a, in, into, you know, uh, politics and everything. But there's no more a high calling of God, than, no, a high calling than being called by God. And even that, if right. many are called fewer, fewer chosen. Many are called Amen. fewer chosen. That's so true, because we have to qualify. We, we, we're we given yeah. grace. You know, we're saved by grace, but it's works that we're rewarded on and awarded on because the works depend on us. We can work or we cannot work. You know, when we say works, do we work or do we just sit down and just sit down? You know what I mean? It's our choice to work or not to work, you know, and that's yeah. what it boils down to. It's, it's, it's simple when you think about it. I mean, you can't separate the natural from the spiritual because uh, if you don't work, you're lazy and you're not. Well, the Bible said in Thessalonians 3.10, if I don't work, I shouldn't eat. Well, and it's really true exactly. in the spiritual. If you don't work in the spiritual, you will not be rewarded at the judgment seat of Christ. And you, you, got, and you have to be faithful in the little things for the Lord to open up door for more greater things, Right. That's right. If you're not faithful in a few small things, he said, well, you wouldn't be faithful in many things. But you have to start out to five, not small beginnings, be willing. And that willingness is what opens the doors, because if God has you to clean toilets, he can get you to be a world-renowned minister or raising the dead and everything else. But if he can't trust you to clean a toilet if you're a minister, 
then uh, you're going to be choosy what you do, and that, that's not what he wants. Because if you ever notice, no. the apostles, remember one day they were setting them in rows of 50s to feed them. The next day they were raising the dead. They are going to do a mighty work. So, I mean, uh, well, you know, the Lord told me something. And I asked the Lord, you know, as, as a minister, as a five-fold minister, I walk in the five-folds of the ministry. I said, Lord, what, what yeah. do you really call myself? Because I go by Apostle Ed. Uh, he said, well, he said, he didn't say, well, he just said, you are all things to all people. That's what he told that's me. So and, you know, that's a Bible verse. Isn't that what Paul said? I'm all things to all yeah. people that some yeah. might be saved. Yeah. So whatever you want me to do, I do it. I'm all things. Whatever you want me to do, I'm a specialist here or a specialist and I there. My, that's my, my gifting, too. Basically, uh, I'm a, all things for all, for, for all, all my brothers and sisters, right? That's right. We're servants yeah. all, aren't we? We're servants all. We really yeah, are. That's, that's right. the greatest call, servant of all. So, so if somebody Not says, being... Pastor Roy, I don't, go, I don't go saying, well, you know what? Don't call me Pastor. I'm a fossil. They call me Pastor Roy, then you know what? Then I, 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 you know, I thank them for that because what they're saying is, Roy, I, wa- I want you to help me, you know, be my pastor and, and, and you know, and, and shepherd and encourage me and, you know, that type of stuff. So that's not, that's right. good. Like, that's good, you know. Certainly. Certainly, that, that is a good and thing, and people see that, that. Sure, they, they see that, but the, your attitude yourself is I'm all things. One time I need to pass them, next time I'll operate as a prophet, exactly. the next time I'll operate maybe as uh, take them to the grocery store, maybe give them a few dollars or whatever else. Exactly. You know, it, it's, exactly. you know, yeah, exactly. God, through, the, through the gifts of the Holy Spirit, God gives to us as they are needed, and that's just like what he calls yeah. us to do, whether it's did clean the toilets or raising the dead. Whatever is needed to do that, he enables us with the provision to do it. You see, whether it's a powerful gift or whether it's money or whether it's just simply take them to the store in your car, to pick them up and take them a ride somewhere or whatever. It's just, uh, you have the equipment to do it with whatever whatever is needed. He gives it to, yeah. to you that you can do that for them, you know, to help them out. And that's, that's it's really a sim- it's simplicity. But people complicate it so much. He just gives you the ability to do what he wants you to do, the provisions and, and whatever right. it takes to do it. And when the Bible says, uh, it, my God shall supply all our needs according to his riches and glory, so needs is not always money. Needs, that's needs right. Are, are, yeah. You know, needs are different yeah. things too, right, bro? Right, bro. Well, you know, something else i got to bring this up. And people miss it in Philippians 4.19, he just quoted. If you read the, the verses before Philippians 4.19, Paul talks about how they were faithful to him when everybody else wasn't faithful. Then he told them, my God, to supply your needs. So there's a condition there that we're sowing seeds ourselves. We're not sitting back doing nothing, then God will meet my needs. He don't meet our needs that way. We have to be sowing seed ourselves in order to have our needs met. You see, exactly. in other words, given given on to you and a lot of people don't meet the biblical conditions for things and they say i want this lord he said well i'd like to give it to you but you didn't do what i told you to do to get it some things were maybe exactly. not mature enough to handle. we want to be a certain level and do certain things in ministry you're not you're not uh ready for that yet you know like a fighter he's not ready to win the top 10 fighters or he's not ready yet you know and that's the way it is it uh, when you think these things out a little bit apostle roy you think them out, and you just kind of just, just sit down and you just relax and think about them. 
hey, I have to learn more. I have to be better than them. I need to grow as I'm able to exactly. deal with this level. Or I had to sow a seed before I could uh, – I have to plant corn before I can harvest it. you got to plant it, you know. And somebody said this. He said you go to a new level, you're, you're basically dealing with a new devil. Oh, would you repeat that again? I didn't quite hear you. Somebody said this. He said when the Lord takes you to a new level, you're dealing with a new devil. You better believe it. And a lot of times it's a, a bigger one. A bigger one. It's like moving yeah. up the ranks as a boxer. You're getting into some better boys there that can hit maybe a little bit harder, you know, and you better be able to take yeah. it, better be able to deal with it. You know, you're yeah. getting into a higher rank. You're, you're graduating because there's always more responsibility and more difficulty and new things to learn when you grow. You know, it's nice. People like to grow and all like to be there. But there's a price to pay for that, and also accountability must be given. You know, authority without accountability is mayhem. Accountability is there. Of course, the accountability, we should be to one another. But one thing for sure, whether we act accountable or whether we just kind of duck being accountable to our brother or sister, God holds us accountable. We'll be held whether we want to be or not because God holds all of us accountable. Now, Edward, Brother Edward, what are some of the things, we're talking to everybody out there in the, over the world, what are some of the things that you have done that basically that has, has, has kept you, you know, in, in the Word of God and speaking, proclaiming the Word of God? Because even the ones out there, I mean, you know what, what, is, what are some things you can tell them that, you know, I mean, you know that they need to, you know, that the God wants it, not so much they need to do, but that the Lord wants them to do. You know, like, for example, like, I know that you, uh, you have a lot of scriptures that are inside of you that you've memorized, and they mm-hmm. become part of you, Apostle Edward. Right, Cause right. Because you, you are quoting scriptures all the time, right? And, and so right. what it is, right. just kind of share out to everybody out there, like, how do you come to the point where, where you basically, uh, the scriptures, I mean, uh, what's his name was uh, uh, walking by, but what was his name? Um, Jack, Jack Van Amp, right? Yeah, he was a great, yeah. great uh, Bible, Mr. Bible, they called him, walking Bible. Yeah, but yourself, yes. I know you've been, you've been you've been born again for a lot of years, um, you know, more than me and stuff, but what I see, I don't just see it, but I just sense it in, this, uh, in the spiritual that there's scriptures that are right there. So the scriptures you have that in the you know for salvation, the scriptures you have for for, for uh, healing, the scriptures you have for uh, deliverance, the scriptures you have for finances. You know, there's, there's all these scriptures, but they're inside of you, brother Edward. Right, right. And you don't have uh, to open, open up your Bible and look at the written word because the word is inside you. You're living the right. Word. Amen. Yeah. Just tell hey, man, people I, out there. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you a scripture that really is kind of hinges. You just quote a scripture there, and it tells us what to do. It's Psalms 119.11, thy word I've hid in my heart that I will not sin against thee. In other words, I've hid it in my heart that I won't sin against thee. Uh, I'll tell you how it really began there, Brother Roy. I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, when I got saved, I knew nothing about nothing. And I came to the place when I saw that Bible, I was 
almost terrified. It was so thick, and I'd say, Lord, how in the world can I learn all this? It was so big, and it was scary to me. So I just said, Lord, teach me your word. Show me your word. And I, when I first got saved, I spent about 10 hours a day in the Bible. I read it, and mm-hmm. he just showed me some scriptures. And then I'd review them in my mind, and I still do that because you can get a little rusty. It's it's like a person, uh, instrumentals. I've listened to people that are on the guitar that were extra, excellent guitar players, and they said they had to practice because no matter how sharp you are, you have to keep going. You know what I mean? You can't. You don't just have it and just stop. But uh, I would think about these scriptures and test myself and make sure to understand it and, you know, keep reviewing them and going into others. And, uh, and I, you have to work with it. You're working with it. He'd show me a scripture. I would write it down sometimes and make sure I, I got it inside me, in my heart, like like you said. But I would just play with the scriptures in the realm of getting it and looking at them and, and, and getting it like, uh, like I'd say, uh, uh, Galatians 6, 7, whatever you sow, you reap. Uh, or Galatians six nine, be not weary and well doing. If you reap and do seed, and if you don't faint, some of them I just have in there and in my mind, and, and I think about it. And I, I'll be in bed at nighttime and thinking about them. I can be just driving the car thinking about them. If it's one I've been a little rusty on, I go back to it because uh, uh, some of them I haven't thought about for a year, for years, you know. Uh, and I, I've, uh, in fact, the other day it was, it was one Mark ten twenty nine thirty. I believe it's one that I was thinking about where uh, Peter said to Jesus, we've given up everything for you, and, uh, and you know, look what we did. And Jesus said to, to uh, Peter, he said, Peter, you haven't given up anything in this life. You will receive a uh, hundredfold in this life. And, of course, brothers, mm-hmm. sisters, mothers, fathers, and uh, with persecution and life eternal. I hadn't thought about that scripture for years, you know. And you just kind of go mm-hmm. along with that, and you just, work with it but the first thing i did was i asked him and then i just spent some time in it and he'll show it to you now that's a gift that god gave me a lot of some ministers and people will have it but uh, that's a that's a special gift and, and what i like about it is uh when i'm counseling or when i'm teaching when i'm just talking like we're talking now or somebody will say something uh and i'll quote the scriptures which uh, supports what those people are saying. And uh, I misquoted, uh, I've noticed I've listened to a couple of my programs lately, and the Holy Spirit has had me in, uh, speaking the words that he's saying. Sometimes my mouth comes out before my uh, mind, you know, and everything, because of the way that God's dealing through me. I quote, caught myself and I misquoted a scripture the other night. You know, but that doesn't happen very often, just occasionally. And of course, I'm older now. I'm 78, eight years old but uh, than I was years ago, of course. But yet uh, I keep it going, but the Holy Spirit has kind of directed me in some different ways now where his words are truly his words. The word is it's, it's no longer me at all. Not that it was me preaching ever, but God is just, uh, in other words, I almost feel like a, a puppet. You know, God holds me in his hands, and I'm just opening my mouth. Because uh, <laughs> I tell you what, it, it's different. I, I can't put it into words because I, when I think I blew it, Roy, Brother Roy, <laughs> I, I listened to that thing, and that thing is perfect. And I know this can't be me because I'm not a perfect man. I'm an imperfect man. I'm pressing towards the mark. But it's so good. And I, I have to say, wow. And my wife will say that, too. She says the same thing. And it's amazing because God has it. But it's, it's wanting to do it, Roy. It's really just wanting to do it. 
and a little bit of effort, and he gives it to you, you know. But we all should do that because I think when I quoted 119.11 Psalm, thy word of my hidden my heart that I won't sin against thee, I think that's for every one of us because we might come to a place sometime and we have no Bibles around. It's going to have to be what we've got in our, our minds and our hearts. And if we don't know Scripture, yeah. we're not going to be able to encourage ourselves like David. Uh, remember Ziglag? Remember how he encouraged himself? Yeah. Of course, he didn't have a Bible or Scriptures then, but he had a relationship with God that gave him a strength to to get it on with God and do what he needed to do. And we need to have that, especially in this hour, because the pastor might be there or somebody might be there to help us. And uh, we don't have a Bible in our hand. We're standing there just with nothing. And, hey, what do you have inside you? What do you got? And that, and we need to examine ourselves that way, because how many Christians, Brother Roy, do you know, really, when you stop and think about it, they're not equipped. They're out there maybe at work or someplace, and a false prophet comes by or somebody saying some things, and then they, they say, well, that doesn't sound like a Bible. Is that Bible or is that, you know, they won't know what it is. There's nobody there to help them, and they're talking against somebody defenseless. But we have to know. We have to know these things because it's like being a fighter again. You better be a good fighter if you're a fighter, and we are fighters. Yeah. We're in, in soldiers in Jesus' army, so it's imperative that we need to be better fighters, and we have to be better equipped, and of course, we equip ourselves. Amen. God doesn't equip us. You know, like you say, you put on the full armor. He, everything's there, but whatever we put on us and in us is all up to us. Uh, well, the sky's That's the limit. Right. There's no limit. Isn't that right, Brother Roy? And another, so that, that, another that, thing we need to Amen. Go ahead. No, you go and ahead. Another, no, I was done there. No, I Okay. Another thing we need to do, is, you know, um, and as I've been listening to this, you, we need to, as you're speaking uh, the, the word of God, or, or you know, in, 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 the, in, the, in the Bible, the word of God, you need to be speaking it out loud so you hear it. Amen. 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 So, Amen. So when you're saying, I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus, right? You, you, you know, it's in the Bible, in the written word. But you need to be speaking that out so you hear so you hear what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. Something right? about that even when you do it. Yeah, even when you said that now, uh they can people are listening I'll just examine themselves, just read it. It's Roman it's uh Romans eight thirty six, thirty seven, seventy eight thirty eight around there, those verses. Read those verses. And and just read it for maybe eight thirty seven and then read it out loud. Read it silently and out loud, and you'll notice something wells up in you when uh, this is what you quoted right there. If you read it, it's one thing, but when you say it out loud, it, it, this something gets a hold of you inside there because a creative force is speaking it, like when God spoke the world into existence. The creative force in you there rises up. It amen, really is. Amen, and it, amen. It yeah, and the thing about it is, you know, uh, like Brother Apostle uh, Edwards, you, you, you know, you you know the thing is, you proclaim the word of God, you speak the word of God, you declare the word of God. It becomes a living, uh, living in you. Yes. You know, because the the, yes. the Bible says the word of God is alive and full of power. So if you're speaking the word yes. of God, proclaiming the word of God, and you know, and and, yes. uh, and, and declaring, you know, and confessing the word of God, it's going to become alive in you. It's a living, it's a living thing, a living word, the living word, and it just jumps on you, in you, and through you, and fulfills 
what it says because he doesn't he say in Isaiah fifty five eleven that doesn't come back to him void but it goes forth to the, his That's intended right. uh, purpose. And we have to really and, remember and, that in the Bible also says, in the Bible also says in the beginning was the word the word was was this uh, in the beginning was the word the word was was, was this God and the word was God who's the word Jesus mm-hmm. Jesus is the word. Because, That's right. You know, and if we speak the name, we speak the name of Jesus. All heaven rejoices, but all hell trembles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, That's right. That's how much power. Right. That's how much power there is in the name in in, in the name of Jesus. Amen. If we speak the word, the name of Jesus, right. we have no idea yes. how much authority and power that that you know when we when we use Jesus' name, yeah. uh, what happens in in the spiritual. Well, you know, something just hit me when you said that right there, and it was the Lord. Uh, you know, he said, anything you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. He said, you ask the Father in my name. So that was Jesus himself saying, use my name to the Father, and he will do it. And, of course, we know according to his word. So right. if you ask the Father in the name of Jesus, when you apply that name, that name is the key that opens the door or unlocks the lock that you go right in there inside to what God has for you. Amen, amen. That's right, brother. That's all right. Now, I've got to, I know that, uh, Brother Edward, you're, you're, you know, uh, you're going to be going off in a, in a few more minutes here. Um, uh, it's right now mm-hmm. 5, 4, 54, and you said you were going to be on for an hour, right? Right. You, you, yes, you want we to had go little, family and company. You want to go a little bit longer? Or how, how are you, Edward? Oh, what were you going like to say there, Brother Brian? Would you like uh, to go a little bit longer, or do you want to just shut, shut her off at, at uh, it, uh, it would be 7 o'clock your time? Uh, uh, pretty pretty close. I, I, maybe a couple of minutes. Maybe a couple of minutes. So I'm going to have to jump off pretty soon with the people and everything and what's been going on. That's but right. uh, Yeah, I, I'll send a couple of minutes. Is there anything you'd like to do here? We have about five minutes. Was there anything you would like to uh, talk about? I still have five minutes or well, so. I think, I, think we, I think we did pretty good. I mean, the Word of God, I mean, the whole key is that we cannot, you know, we can speak it out, we can proclaim it, we can preach it, teach it, but they, they have to get a hold of it. They've got to That's get it. a hold of basically Part. out there, of getting their Bibles and start, uh, you know, because uh, every scripture that they they're going to have a revelation of. They might they might read that scripture ten times, and the eleventh time, they, all of a sudden, something's going to be revealed to them. And and you know what, everybody right. out there, you you know what, you know this is your choice. You know, it's like they say, choose this day whom you will serve. You know, and today you you need to choose that you're going to get into the Word of God. You're going to start proclaiming it. You're going to start declaring it. You're going to start living it. And you, you know what? And you're just going to start getting in, 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 into, the, into the scriptures, whatever you know, wherever the Lord wants you to go, and basically, and speak it out loud. Let That's your, right. Let your ears, let your natural ears hear what is being said. Whatever scripture is, yeah. there's another scripture when the enemy comes in. Period. Like a flood, the Lord raises up a standard against them. Amen. That's right. And we are that. Amen. 
That's right. We're the army of that's God. We're the army that's of God that's on the offensive, taking ground from the enemy wherever we go and whatever we do. Amen. That's it. In that's the mighty name of our of our commander Jesus. Amen. There's many scriptures. Amen. But if you but here's the key, if you haven't been doing that, I'm talking to all of us. I'm talking to me. I'm talking to all of us. You, we need yes. to start. Yes, we do. If you have been doing it, you, you need to do it more. Because remember, we're talking about the sword of the spirit when we're doing the armor of God. Yes. The sword of the spirit is your, your offensive weapon that's quenching all the works of the enemy. Not it didn't Maybe. say some. It says all. Amen. That's right. So if we're speaking the we're speaking the word of God, you know what? Anything the enemy's trying to bring at it, you know, and that's and uh, the scripture says this as we submit to God. Okay, we, what does that mean? You're submitting to God. You're submitting to His word. Yes. Isn't that right, brother? That's then right. You're resisting that's the exactly devil. Right. What are you resisting the devil with? You're resisting the devil with the word of God. Satan might say one thing, but you say, no, I don't. Okay, for example, the doctor comes and says, okay, uh, you have cancer. Okay? I'm just giving an example here. Mm-hmm. You have cancer. And you right. say, not according to the word of God. Anymore. In other words, you don't, you, don't, you don't receive that. I mean, you don't have to say nothing to the doctor. Right. You just basically don't receive it. Don't receive it. That's right. Right. You start, you're, by, by your words, you're justified. By your words, you're condemned. So if you basically yes. go and say, oh, I have cancer, and then go tell your, your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, you are just bringing more of it on yourself. No. The word of God says, what does the word of God say? Jesus yes, said, they... I am the Lord that he must be. Jesus speaking, he yes. was wounded for our transgression, wounded for our nicky, the chastisement appears upon him, and by his strength we are healed. In other words, yes. walking in walking in divine health. Amen. Amen. Just like and brother Roy, there's, Go ahead, brother. there's something else, brother Roy, about that. Uh, you know, what man says, whether it's a doctor, what you said right there, or any man, anything in this earth that any human being says, it can be factual. It's a fact. It acts as real. Science tests show these it. things. It's, fact. It. it's an actuality. That's that's a fact. But truth supersedes facts. It overcomes facts. So the truth is, though, facts, there's a disease there, you say. But the truth is, by Jesus' stripes, we were healed 2,000 years ago. So we top, we put that 2,000-year-ago healing over the fact, because it covers the fact, it abolishes it, wipes it out, and the truth stands, the fact goes, you see. The fact was there, but the fact has no place when the truth comes out, because the truth supersedes it. We have to see it that way. That way, God's truth supersedes the fact, always, in anything. Like, it doesn't just have to be physically. It can be financially or any other thing that looks like that it's a matter. fact. You're done. You know, you're all over for me. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. It's all over. No, you're not done. It's all over. A fact might be it looks that way, but truth is there's no hopeless situation when there's life, when you turn it over to God, because God is the God of the impossible. What the devil meant for evil, God turns around for good. So if you see that bad, that thing, the devil meant for evil, 
God turn this thing around for good. When you do that, he will do it, you say. But we have to tell how we approach these things. Do we approach them by the Bible way, or do we approach them by the fact way, what man says, and we accept the way, what man right. Right. is designed for the and you know, the Bible, you know that, that. Right. And the Bible also says, for the son sets free, is free indeed. Amen. Uh, you know, Amen. And, the, and the Lord wants and the Lord wants us free spiritually. He wants us free mentally. He wants us free physically. He wants us free socially, and yet he does want us free financially. Yes, because spirit, soul, and body, every, every area. Amen. 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 You want to close, my brother? Uh, we're, we're going to do an hour. That's it tonight. Uh, I'm not going to go on after. I was going to think about doing going on after you, but I'm not going to. Okay. Just close, my brother. Yeah, I, I think I so, because I felt when you said that a while ago, bull witness to me, everybody heard all they need. I believe everything was yeah. out there. I just felt that everything should be said. And there's only one thing that I would have to add to it now. As it says in James one do don't just be hearers or listen to the word, but be a doer. Put it into practice. So you just have Amen. to make it part of your life. You just have to start doing it. It's really that simple. Start doing what the book says. And don't give in to what you feel and think. And it, if you do that, then you're following God. We have a choice to follow God, or we have a choice not to follow God. And I know Pastor Roy and I have chosen to follow God, and our wives have done the same thing. So uh, that's really all I have to say on it, my friend. And uh, so we we just close close with that. Uh, in fact, uh, do you want me to? Do you want to close in prayer? Or do you want me to close in prayer? You, you, you can close in prayer, my brother. All right. Okay. Okay. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, as Apostle Roy and I are on the program tonight, uh, speaking of your word, quoting your word, discussing your word, trying to be a help and a blessing to the listeners, Father. Father, I would agree with my brother right now that whoever has, has and is listening to this now or will listen to the future, Father, prepare their hearts, and I ask, Lord, that they not only hear it with their ears, but they will hear it with their heart, and they will make it part of their lives, Father. That's what this is all about, Father. They won't just be hearers of this thing, but they will apply it to their lives and make it part of their lives in every aspect, Lord. Because, Father, in that is when you reveal yourself to them, and then you do what is necessary, Father, in that. But, Father, they have to receive what, what the Word is, Father. They have to desire it, Father, because you've given each one of us a free will. And, Lord, that we would say, Father, not my will, but your be done in my life. And I pray that for every man, woman, boy, and girl listening to this right now, that you would Amen. say, not my will, but your will be done, Father, like Jesus gave us the example at Gethsemane. And because he overcame his will at Gethsemane and shed blood that came down his forehead, we have that ability to over shatter our wills and put his will first in our lives so father right now i just pray that people would recognize that and be able to say that uh it's not for for me to live as jesus to die us to gain father that's what we desire because lord you know 
in Philippians 2.13, you work in us to will and to do your good pleasure. So work in the lives of Apostle Roy and I, work in the lives of everybody around here, everybody listening, that they will please you, Father, that your will, as you pray, Jesus, that, Father, as it is in heaven, so be it on this earth. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And the Lord is our prayer. We begin with ourselves saying your will be done in our lives on earth as it is in heaven and everybody involved, Father. That's our prayer also, Lord, is, is Jesus prayed that prayer. And we come in agreement there. And we thank you that you're using this program even now as we're praying, as we have spoke here this hour. Father, that you're using it now, and we thank you for results coming forth. We thank you for people being healed, delivered, set free, coming to Jesus, uh, understanding truth, Father, breakthroughs in lives, miracles in lives, you manifesting and showing yourself to people, Father, through this. You showing yourself, Father. We know it's not us, but it's you. Lord, it has nothing to do with us, so, Lord, we need your supernatural power to move through this recording, through this this audio right here in a mighty way, Father, in a mighty way, touching every listener, Father, to change lives. Change lives, changing lives for Jesus, Lord. We thank you that you are changing hearts, turning around hearts and lives, even as we're praying here now. Thank you for turning around hearts and centering those hearts on you and away from the world, Father, but centering the hearts upon you. And, Father, for everything that's accomplished here through this, we'll give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name we ask, amen and amen and amen. And remember, Sunday is, is, is Resurrection Day. Yes. Yes, it is, Sunday. Resurrection Day. Yes, Yes, that resurrection power, that's what it's about. That resurrection power is available for you, everybody. Everybody is available for that resurrection power. But Jesus up from the dead is in your life if you choose to use it. If you choose to use it, you simply believe. Yes, sir. And Brother Edward, if you can pray for me and Evelyn, I'm going to... uh, uh, plan on going to Paulette and uh, and uh, basically for Resurrection Sunday. So I'm going to get. Uh, I, I message her. She's going to call me back. And uh, so pray, please pray that when I uh, when I go there, that the anointing is yes. with me. And I'm anointed to okay. do uh, to to do, do what God has called me to do uh, with the house okay. of Paulette and also uh, re- uh, 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 it's Resurrection Sunday. Uh, and uh, and also uh, for the people that are there, for Amen, the Lord to resurrect, resurrect, yes. resurrect dreams, resurrect visions, resurrect uh, different, uh, even uh, finances, whatever. I believe that's what's going to happen uh, when I go uh, uh, when I'm sent to uh, Paulette on on Sunday. Amen. Amen. I, I agree with you. As a matter of fact, I really don't even have to pray. I'm in agreement. That the God's full purpose that He had showed you and what He wants to do will be fulfilled to the T and to the I dotted in the name of Jesus. Safe traveling mercies to, there, and from also, and blessings, Father. I just release by faith the anointing upon Apostle Roy and Eve, Sister Evelyn. 
I just release your anointing upon them, but they will not be operating in themselves at all, but they'll be operating in a new anointing, anointing that uh, is, they'll, they'll come back from there and they'll say, wow, what happened? I, is this, wow, different, it's new, it's something else. If you will truly use them in a way that they would just be amazed for, just use them in a special way that people will be amazed and much will be accomplished for your glory that day, Father. We just pray that and we're believing that. That many will be touched, including uh, Apostle Father, that she will see that also. I just pray that. And then, then whatever the future holds in this, anything that has to do with uh, Apostle Roy and, and Sister Evelyn's future, Lord, we disagree. We agree completely because, God, we want to see your complete will fulfilled in both their lives, that you will say to both of them on that day, well done, thou good and faithful servant, Father. So we stand with them totally, Father, in agreement in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We thank Amen. you. Amen. It's done. It's done, Apostle Roy. You God just bless. there. Amen. Yes. Thank you, brother. Yes. Amen. And just expect, 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 and bold, and just raise your head up and just speak that word. Because as you do that, you're going in the offensive, and God's going to back that up and make it happen. Amen, amen. Well, God bless, brother, and God willing, we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll be back on the program in two weeks. So I'd like to say goodbye amen. tonight to everybody from brother yes, from brother Edward, my and uh, yes. anyway, brother Edward, uh, I know that you have uh, people coming and say hi to them for me, please. Say hi to your wonderful we'll wife that. Sabina and and your family. I will. God bless. They're we'll wonderful. Talk to you soon, bro. And good night. Okay, night, bro. Love else. you now. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye bye. Love you all. Good night. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.